Hello, friends. Welcome to Find Hope, Live Well, a show about doing small things to make big changes in your life. I'm Grant Stenzel. My goal is to help you regain hope and walk with you down the path of healing. Through my experience as a licensed clinical professional counselor and former pastor, I enjoy helping individuals and families navigate through mental health issues. Good morning. Good morning. How are you feeling today? Good. How are you? I'm great. Happy to be here. Summer is coming to an end, and while fall is on its way, this could be a stressful time for many going back to school, maybe starting a new job, or just preparing for the colder winter months ahead. Unfortunately, the gloomier, colder months have a huge effect on our everyday mood. So for today's topic, we want to talk more about seasonal depression and how this can affect a person's life when it comes and goes. So my first question for you is, how do you distinguish general depression from seasonal affective disorder? Well, first of all, they look very similar. Um, So the biggest difference is timing. Um, it's very, very prevalent here in the Midwest because of the lack of sun, as uh, all of you know, during the fall and winter months. Uh, we're seeing, and we're seeing more of it because of COVID. And, you know, because of COVID, people are in their houses more. And so we are less in the sun. We are getting less exposure than ever before. So last year we saw, you know, seasonal affective disorder go up. This year we're, I'm anticipating it going up. Um, So, I mean, this is actually one of the first questions I ask people when I'm treating them with depression is, you know, hey, you know, do you feel more depressed in the fall and winter and feel better in the spring? Or do you feel depressed all year round? Because we always want to kind of differentiate between the two because they look incredibly similar. And and in the brain, they're very similar. Um, And, you know, we're all affected one way or another um, by the lack of sun. Some people can just feel a little sad or some symptoms of uh, SAD without having a full diagnosis. So really it's just about timing and, you know, as our days get shorter and shorter, you start feeling the effects. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I would say it's pretty self-explanatory about, because it's called seasonal affective disorder, about when you would kind of see it come up Mm -hmm. in someone's life. But when would you say seasonal affective disorder usually hits? Well, I mean, the days start getting shorter, uh, July 22nd, but fortunately we have plenty of sun. But as we move into the fall, I would say October, November, the weather's getting uh, colder. The days are getting shorter. I think it is December 21st is when we have our shortest day. And what happens is with seasonal affective disorder, and there's kind of two theories, and they're probably honestly both correct, is that we get less serotonin. Um, from not being in the sun, for not having vitamin D, uh, which is believed to promote serotonin activity, as well as some people believe that your melatonin levels can be off. You're getting too much melatonin, which is making you sleepy. Um, So it's just good to think about if you start feeling depressed, what the reason is and what's going around it. You know, so our job as therapists is to kind of problem solve it, is to figure out and diagnose. And so we would ask questions like, okay, when did you start feeling this? And, and part of it could be situational. It could be, you know, you're back to school. And, and you see in November, December, you have holidays coming up. And holidays are stressful for many, many people. Uh, there's this expectation that they're supposed to have this hallmark holiday. And often many people's holidays are stressful and, and have a lot of dysfunction. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you might think it's that. You might think it's because of school. You might think it's this. But You know, in October, November, if you start feeling symptoms, there's probably a good chance that seasonal affective disorder. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is definitely for kids and even in, in your 20s and my age, this is a, a disorder that is so hard to distinguish because if it's only coming around during a certain season, many may not feel that they need to get help professionally. So can deceit seasonal affective disorder lead into everyday depression if it's not treated properly? It can. Um, I mean, oftentimes when spring comes, we all naturally just all feel better. But the problem is, is that um, our bodies and minds can get in ruts. If you're having negative self-talk, if you are having guilt or, or like maybe fears, if you're sleeping too much, you're not exercising, Uh, Your eating may be different, and so you may do some behaviors that are different because of seasonal affective disorder, which may then end up uh, pouring into the spring, and then you could end up staying depressed. Mm -hmm. What are the effects of seasonal affective disorder? Um, Some of the first are are just feeling tired or feeling, you know, you would call down. Um, feeling less motivation, feeling sadness. Um, some of the behaviors would be social withdrawal. You just don't want to be around people. Um, you know, sometimes it can be anger, uh, which surprises people because anger seems like an energetic emotion. But oftentimes in teens and oftentimes in men, um, depression or seasonal, you know, affective disorder can be misdiagnosed because it seems like, wow, he has a lot of energy. But oftentimes, um, depression can, can mask itself as anger. Um, problem sleeping, sleeping too much or can't sleep. Um, you just can't do the things you want to do. Um, I've coined a phrase a long time ago I, I call um, uh, functional depression. Is Sometimes we don't think we're depressed because we're not crying in a bed. Because um, you're still going to work or still going to school and still doing things you have to do. But you can be functionally depressed and get all the things you have to do done, but you're not enjoying anything you usually do. And you can't do anything like above what you just have to do. You can't do things that you want to do or enjoy doing. Um, changes in appetite or weight, a greater desire for comfort food or carbs. I know I get that in the, in the winter. Uh, difficult concentrating. Um, oftentimes you can even feel hopeless or worthless or guilty. And, and lastly is, is thoughts of harming yourself. And, and if that's happening, you want to seek help uh, definitely immediately. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree with that. How do you treat SAD? What is usually your process? And do you think it's possible to cure it? Um, most mental disorders are not cured. Um, our goal is growth. Our goal is less symptoms. Our goal is managing emotions and becoming healthier people. Um, I've been on antidepressants for years and, you know, I wouldn't say my depression is cured. I would say it's managed and it's managed well. You know, I don't feel depressed most of the time. Uh, my medicine helps me. My psychotherapy that I, I go to my own counselor helps me. Uh, but the things that we see helping is, is medicine. Antidepressants are very, very helpful. Uh, using a full spectrum light, uh, being in front of that, which is getting you the vitamin D, which is helping uh, improve your serotonin. Um, walking outside and just getting some natural, you know, vitamin D, spending time with people. Um, anytime I'm, I'm dealing with people with depression, you know, I, I think it's important to structure your day uh, to get small wins, you know, even if it's getting up on a certain time or making small goals, like I'm going to walk around the block this week, or I'm going to go small goal of calling one person and asking for help today. 
Um, I think self-talk is incredibly important because we can get very down on ourselves and then our thoughts become negative and we say uh, bad things to ourselves, which make, makes us feel awful. But most importantly, if you are seeing the, um, the, the symptoms of seasonal affective disorder, it's very, very important to seek professional help. See your doctor, see a counselor, and we're more than happy to help you kind of walk through that. And it's proven if you have seasonal affective disorder, um, uh, a, a good amount of it, you are going to want to probably maybe be on medicine or light and psychotherapy. Because I think, you know, anytime we're using psychotherapy along with other things, it's much, much more effective. So the important thing is don't suffer alone. It, there is hope that you can get treatment. Uh, don't think there's just something wrong with you. It is, you know, reach out and ask for help. Definitely. Thank you for sharing that, Grant, and for discussing seasonal affective disorder with us. This is all great information for us and our listeners to keep in mind as we wrap up summer and head into the cooler months. We'll see you next week for the next episode of Find Hope, Live Well. That's going to do it for today's episode. Visit stenzoclinical.com backslash news for helpful tips on parenting, relationships, managing anxiety, battling depression, and more. You can also find us on social media with the handle at Stenzel Clinical. If you enjoyed our show, please be sure to leave a review. As always, thank you for listening.